0: so time now for the
1: general knowledge podcast we are to season five episode five i love when these little synchronicities hook up because it's also the 23rd of the first 23 um andy how funnily enough is that uh season five episode five on the 23rd of the first 23 so there you go nice little uh how the dates all seem to line up and they look nice and clean and crisp (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about, but anyway, we're back for another episode,
2: just me and you, you know, um, how you going, man? Yeah, I'm going really good, thanks, General, yeah, really, really good, yeah, everything's everything's fine. Good to see you, mate, good to see you. Fine, fine, fine. All right, well, um, yeah, yeah we've got a few
1: things to, to cover tonight, it should be interesting, it should be a nice little, uh, interesting show, but, um, yeah, I, um, for, well, to, to kick it off for this evening, mate, I was, um... We were sort of chatting off air just before about you know one of the latest developments here in the old Maddox household. Um, so I uh, have got the old school analog uh, electrical meters in my uh, electrical box outside on the wall there near my side of my house, which incidentally is butting right up against where Flynn sleeps at night, so it's the same wall where his bed head is, but... So we'll get to that in a minute why that's important, but anyway. Um yeah, so uh mate the general the general's po- quite possibly under attack, mate. We uh, it's all battle stations here at the general household. Um <laughs> we've got we've got um Origin Energy has has sent me an email and they're so lovely, they're they're just lovely people. They want to uh do me a huge favour. Uh let me just bring up the email here. I'll talk about how uh, how lovely it is to have their, their brand new smart meters attached to my house. Here we go. So they're telling me they need to replace my electricity meter at my address. And they've scheduled in a time for this to be done. And here's everything I need to know, apparently. It says my electricity is going to be turned off for a short period of time. Uh, and the technicians are going to be here from seventh, between 7.30 and 5.00. So you know, don't go anywhere for that day on the 6th of February. So that's coming up. It's not too far away. Got to take action now. We understand that having no power can be disruptive and the technicians will do their best to keep the outage to a minimum. Aren't they lovely? They're such lovely people. Uh, anyway, access to my property. They need access to my property. They need to be able to get to the switchboard when they arrive. I don't need to be home, but it's important that my gates are unlocked, blah, blah, blah. Um, talking about if the technicians can't gain access, or uh, they, they'll, they'll re- arrange another time. Then um, there's a bit of bullshit here on the email about safety during the COVID times because, you know, you just have to have that every, on everything now. Um, and it's got here about my digital meter. Once we've installed your new digital meter, we'll be able to read your meter remotely. So no more estimated electricity bills if the meter uh, reader hasn't been able to get to your meter, which why wouldn't they? They're, they've done it every other month or, you know, quarter for the last 16 years I've been in this house. So anyway. Uh, And I'll be able to track my electricity usage in the uh, my account on the origin app. Isn't that lovely? Just use the app to track everything But there we go. So basically, it's what they say there. It's a digital meter They don't actually say in there that it's a smart meter or that it's wireless or anything or it's gonna, you know, give off an EMF Signature every couple of seconds, whatever the burst is that it does It just says that they'll be able to read it remotely now, of course Andy, how are they gonna read that remotely? Hmm. How do you reckon, mate? Wi Fi? Wi Fi, of course. It's got to have its own signal. It's going to be bursting out with a, an RF signal so that uh, the old smart meter reader can just walk down the street and they just, you know, pick up your, they can probably just drive past actually and just pick up what your reading is from your house as they slowly drive past. Um, you know, they don't even need to come onto your property anymore. So they think, anyway. So i'm a bit worried because as soon as i saw that i'm like well i know we'll, you know we've, we've heard enough about these things mate to know that these are no fucking good we don't want them uh the less you know wireless sort of technology around bad enough i've got a phone bad enough i've got fucking wi-fi which of course we still turn off every night we never leave it running overnight um you know what i mean there's enough things we, got, we try and minimize these things like most people should be doing is just minimize them as much as possible i guess take certain steps to in precautions and things like that. But this, if they want to upgrade that meter, Andy, that is, like I said, right behind my son's head where he sleeps. And he's, you know, he's, he's only a teenager. He's only 14 years old. So he's still developing. He doesn't, he's not a human adult that these tests, when they test these things are based off on that technology. You know what I mean? So he's, um, he could be quite susceptible to some EMF radiation. Um, it's not good. You know what I mean? I can't have that, mate. I can't have my boy uh, having to have that thing pulsing away multiple times a a day, a night, whatever, you know, uh, in that room. And, of course, being a teenager these days, he does tend to spend a bit more time in his room. Uh, But, yeah, so that's what's happening here. So I have, of course, as soon as I saw that email come through, I have uh, jumped on to, I think it's stopsmartmeters.com.au. Um, so people can go there and i that's where I've gathered my information um, they've got form letters they 've got a notice that you can put up on the um, the box outside you know all this sort of information that can help you to try and prevent them from upgrading your meter to a the digital smart meter um, and the other thing i've done as well and i'll 'll um i 'll just play this uh I wonder if I can do it here. I'll do this for the, um, for the viewers, they can check this out. So I've, I don't know if the sand will come through, probably not, but let me do quickly do a screen share and I'll play it on the same phone, same time as my phone. That way uh, the sand will be synced up with uh, the listeners. And here we go. Let me just crank the volume a bit here, uh, screen share. Let me know, uh, Andy, when you can see this, if it comes up on the screen. Yep, good now. All right, cool. All right, let me just play this.
2: So what I've done is put a
1: latch on riveted it on. I've also drawn out some areas on this panel where I'm going to cut them out, which match up to where the meters are inside the box. Just me uh, grinding it away. It's a bit loud, I'll just turn it down a bit. And that's basically it. Basically, just showing people that it's not that hard to do. Um, I've just made a a little cutout. So obviously, in my box, my electrical meter has you know two of the old school analog spinning dials, and I've cutting. I've measured where it is, and I've cut those sections out of my panel on the door. There, it was easy. Just the door just slides off. It's pretty easy um and here is uh the next one i'll show uh right, can you still see my screen mate yep oh right, cool all right so now i'm just sort of reinstalling it and i can show people what i'm talking about here here we go okay. i right, so just put the door back on
3: the lock of uh,
1: the um I've put on. Alright so they come in there now and as you can see from the front here, just gotta show the front there, I can clearly still see the meters and they're able to read them. So they don't need to get into the box to do anything other than that. And then next step is to put a, a notice here, which is on Stop Smart Meters, this thing is Stop smart Meters something.com.au. I'll put a link in the show notes anyway. And uh, that'll go on the front of the box there, and it'll have a notice telling them that they're not allowed to, to touch it, it's against the law, or it breaks property laws and all that sort of shit. Um, yeah, so that'll be on there so that they know that they can't do it, and a registered letter will be sent to uh, my energy company, which is Origin, to let them know that um, they are not to install a smart meter as well. And then we should be right because my son, who's filming this, sleeps right behind that wall. and It's probably already bad enough that there's electrical stuff there, but imagine a smart meter, which is like a Wi-Fi router, just sitting there, just pulsing away while we'll he's sleeping and stuff nonstop. So can't have that. And we're gonna this is what we're doing to uh, to stop it. So we'll see how we go. There we go. So that's um, as you as you can see by the video there. Yep. Oh there. Yeah. Um, not That's too. Good. It's
2: yeah. Very, very, everyone now have a problem with that. Yeah, exactly.
1: There's no reason they can't read it now. Um, and I've also got a copy of the. If it'll come up. It's like a form letter there. Uh, they have on the website. You just fill in your details of like your um, the meter number and the address, all that sort of stuff. You just fill in the blanks. They've got the rest there for you. A- attention to your uh, energy supply and. I recommend sending it via registered mail, Uh, so I will be doing that as well, making sure that um, uh, making sure that they they receive that um, that letter as well. Um, That's why they say do it via registered mail. So, um, but now as I was telling chatting to you, actually let me just play you this as well, just quickly to you before we get onto that. Um, So there was a chap by the name of. Barry Trower, who was a British military expert. He's, uh, I've got a little snippet here. It only goes for about a, well, less than two minutes anyway, so this was I wonder if it'll come up on the computer as well. Yeah, okay, I'll play this at the same time again so people can see it, but you'll hear it as well. So, the obviously the members of the site will be able to see this video um, and I'll um, play this for everyone else so the listeners can, can uh, hear it.
4: What should be happening is you should be measuring the amount of radiation in the room and seeing if it is safe for children. But I can tell you without even looking, it isn't. And I'll tell you why. Because unlike medication, where there is a safe level for children, they have an adult dose, a child's dose, there is no safety level for microwave radiation for children not one. And it is my job as scientific advisor, I read, I translate papers from all around the world. And I have never, ever, no matter which country I've lectured in, which paper I've read, I have never, ever seen a single scientist brave enough to produce a safety level of microwave radiation for a child. There isn't one that exists. And I will tell you why. Because children do not have our immune systems. They're not developed. Their bones are soft. The microwaves penetrate very easily. Inside their bones they are producing stem cells, which make their immune systems and all other parts of their body. Their skulls are thin. There is a whole myriad of things which can go wrong. And children absorb more radiation than adults because they are smaller. They are nearer the wavelength. So they act as aerials. There is not a single safety level of microwaves for children. Not one.
1: There we go. So that's... um, you got an expert like that. (laughs) Telling you... That, uh, yeah, you you cannot expose your kids to any of this sort of radiation. And so it's just another reason why I need to do what I can to mitigate that smart meter being put right behind my son's head. You know what I mean? Um, just as much as we can lower things, the better, of course. Because, um, you know, I've read a lot of, um, and I'm not sure if you have, uh, Andy, but I've seen a lot of testimonials from, you know, just reading groups about smart meters and stuff saying, you know, once they put it on our house, you know, we all started getting sick. I didn't realize that they that, that was the reason until I looked outside and saw that it was recently upgraded. And, uh, you know, lots of people saying that, you know, uh, they had trouble sleeping and all these so many different health things that happened to people once these things were on their houses. Um, See, so yeah, it's not good, mate. Now, you we were chatting off air um, just before we kind of got started about how, you know, one of your colleagues um, had the same issue was um, well, and he's, I think he's only renting too I'll let you tell him, mate you don't have to use his name so as
2: well, yeah so he got a letter saying that there was a new um, trial for the smart meters going on in the area and that he'd been selected as one of the participants to you know have the smart meter changed over and he came to me. Was you know all a little bit worried about it, and that's sort the of thing. And I said, I said, well, I'll just give, I'll give him a call and see what the goal is. So I got him on the phone to him, and the um, customer service lady was really, really nice. And I said, look, we just really, really don't want this installed on the house. Um, and she says, oh yeah, no, that's fine, no problems. We'll just take you off the list. And and she must have and. My mate hasn't heard from them since. So, but mm. that, but that was a trial. Mm. Um, when and the words trial. Uh, so, I'm wondering once the so-called trial is finished, um, what what the goal is. But but in that particular situation, which was like early last year, it was it was quite easy to, to get away from it. So. So it'd be interesting to see how you how you go with the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I'll um, I'll, I'll definitely give them a call tomorrow during uh during office hours. I actually did. I remember I did try to call them to, uh, I actually was ringing them to try and get an actual postal address to someone who I could address this letter to, um, and then raise the issue with that person. But it was like, uh, they you know, after it was after five and then it was the weekend. I went, oh, fucker, yeah, I'll I'll do it another day. And I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely give them a call tomorrow and um, yeah, yeah and, and ask them the same thing if they can uh, I know it's this mine and mine isn't a trial mine was a, is a straight up upgrade to the new one, so I'll tell them that um, yeah we, we don't want the upgrade. it's not needed. The analog one works fine. We're not interested in having a smart meter on the house and we um, are going to prohibit them from doing it and see what they say. you know if we hopefully I don't have to go too far with the conversation, they will just say, yeah, no worries, will we'll just continue what we're doing because um, obviously that's the way they're going, Andy. Um, every single new build, uh, you know, in this country is yeah. is, is a smart meter. You, you, you can't put old meters on new properties. From what I hear, unless obviously you know someone, you know, doing it through the back channels maybe. Um, as far as I'm aware, you can... Although, although I did hear in some states and some areas, people were like, yeah, it was a new building. They were, like, asking the energy company, oh, we don't want a smart meter. Can you just put a standard meter on there? And some of them were saying yes. And some people were like, oh, we we couldn't. They wouldn't do it for us. And apparently Victoria... <laughs> Victoria is, like, the worst for it, mate. They have, like, zero luck down there getting anything with regards to smart meter help. And, yeah, it's, it's just, like, you, you tell them you don't want it. They're, like, too bad. <laughs> like, nah, we're doing it anyway. Like, that's the response you get. They're, like... Well, it's too bad. We, we the law says we can do it, so we're doing it. How bad is that, mate?
2: <laughs> oh, does that surprise anybody? I oh, know, right, Victoria, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, did you see all of those changes to you know the environmental laws with like walking in parks and you know that sort of stuff? Uh, you and and climbing like rock climbing and if you deviated from the, the natural oh, path, yes, like, or the, you would be fined. And was if that, you picked, if you moved a rock, there was a fine. And was oh, that for was,
1: Queensland? Where was that for? Remind me, do you
2: remember? That was that was that was for the state of Victoria. It was Victoria as well. Okay. introduced. Yeah, yeah. So wow. it was just a really, really hard. Um, you know, environmental laws about what you could could and couldn't do in national parks. Isn't that crazy?
1: Isn't that crazy?
2: Yeah. Why do you need to put laws in it's like just, that? Because, um,
1: like, seriously, what are, what are people doing down there that's, you know, it, obviously they're not doing anything really. That's just That's just, there's another reason for putting laws in like that sort of thing. It's just
2: massive, massive control grid stuff,
1: you know. It's on steroids.
2: Yeah, well, they just, I mean... It's like we've always said throughout the shows, it's just a slow creep to moving everyone off the land and away from you know the beautiful side of the environment mm. and corralling people into smaller and smaller and smaller little little pieces of the city until we're all, we're all corralled into. Yeah. Our 15-minute cities. That's right. That'd be fun. That's right.
1: Yeah, 15-minute fucking neighbourhoods and all that bullshit. Yeah, far out that's the plan that's the plan we're trying to do our best to expose that shit oh man I mean I'm pretty sure I remember seeing one time it might have only just been an American map Andy but along those lines like the UN basically designated large swaths of of area uh, uh, from memory it was only in the US where they were like you know you, you just can't build in these regions this is designated you know environmental zones nothing can happen in these areas blah 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 you know like Um, and like, well, how, how, how is it that they can determine what goes on in your country with regards to that sort of stuff? Like, it's just, yeah, we've all signed on to that sort of stuff. So it makes me wonder, you know, Victoria or Melbourne being a strong city, part of the strong city network. And, you know, that's their, it's like the UN's wet dream here in Australia is, is the state of Victoria and and the city of Melbourne in particular. Oh man, far out. Crazy days, mate. Well... Yeah, M- moving that
2: into onto it.
1: That's w- that... yeah, they have. That's exactly right. Um, without our consent, too. By the way. Mm. Uh, switching gears, moving in. Well, talking about you know weather and environment and all that sort of shit. This is going to be interesting. Now, this popped up a little while ago. It wasn't uh, well, maybe about two weeks ago or something. You know, we're, they're always talking about all the craziness that. Um, is related, well, not related. I should say, they're trying to come up with excuses. Let's say Andy for um, for why people are, you know, dying suddenly and uh, suffering heart attacks and all these major health issues all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like it just gets. We see it all the time. It gets crazier, and crazier. The shit that they see, the shit that they say. It's just unbelievable. Well, I'll see if I can play the latest one. This is from a, uh, a news segment. Again, I'll go back to screen share so you, the members can see along with it. And I'll play the audio for, um, for everyone else. Hopefully it's not too loud. Let me know when you got my picture.
3: Melbourne's wildly fluctuating weather could be putting Victorians at greater risk of cancer or other illnesses. A Monash University study has looked at the long-term impact of the city's famous four seasons in one day, with surprising results.
5: From summer snow to searing heat days later, Melbourne is notorious for having one of the most temperamental climates in the world over the past couple of days and weeks have certainly lived up to that reputation. But according to a new study, our wild weather could be taking a serious toll on our health.
4: Our study is the first to look at the temperature fluctuation and the gene expression, first in Australia and the first day in the world.
5: Researchers from Monash University collected blood samples from 479 people exposed to fluctuating temperatures each day for a week. They found significant changes to genes linked to diseases like breast and colorectal cancer, schizophrenia, depression and bipolar. The findings are significant, but it's still early days. Researchers have only tested females so far. They hope to assess men and pregnant women exposed to the same conditions in the near future. 1.75 million deaths are associated with unstable temperatures around the globe each year, and older Australians face the biggest risk and older Australians face the biggest risk. Researchers hope the breakthrough will lead to further action against climate change. In the meantime, there are small steps you can take to protect yourself.
4: When you are indoors, I think it is better to to make the temperature as comfortable as you can to mitigate the impact of the unstable temperature.
5: Rochelle Brown, 7 News.
1: So there
2: you go, Andy. Um, give us your... <laughs> Give us your takeaway on that nonsense. You can't make up this shit. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. It really is, isn't it? And like they're throwing gobs of money at it's doing
1: this a- sort of testing too. Oh
2: my god! Here's here's my takeaway. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, rough. They didn't. They didn't
1: say if any of the participants were, you know, vaccinated with COVID-19 or anything like that, there was, of course, no mention of that. Um, there was also, well, um, oh, there was another thing too. Oh, it'll come to me in a second. But yeah, no mention of the vaccination status of any of the people. Uh, oh, that's right. The age group, they, you know, they talked about how they, it was like the the older people are a are, are higher risk. <laughs> like... Uh, pretty sure they're at a higher risk of dying, dying from these fucking vaccines, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. Like, any group or anything situation that they can think of to try and skew the data and hide the data. I bet ya, I bet you if you trace the money for this, the, the research funding from this probably comes from one of the big pharma, you know, um, funds or whatever that they've got, you know what I mean? One of their, like Bill Gates Foundation or some shit, you know what I mean? It will probably come from one of them because they're trying to pay for people to do this kind of research to make people look the other way. you know what I mean?
2: Well, it's just it's just more evidence that the news the news services, you know, on, on your Tell live vision are just marketing tools. You know, um, for basically the highest bidder. I mean, you you can't have any other explanation than, than that. Mm. Anyone who could sit there chat without without a bit of laughter really seriously you know you, you need your head red. yeah it was unbelievable man isn't that crazy really unbelievable. It isn't it is just crazy yeah, yeah. and it
1: says you know, our study is the first to locate the temperature fluctuation and the gene expression you know what i mean like for, first in australia and first in the world so that's what they're doing they're taking blood samples from people again, not saying if they're vaccinated or not, and they're saying, oh, because the temperature fluctuates for those people, um, you know, their their genes are doing something different. Well, their genes have also just been fucking modified with an mRNA vaccine, you know what I mean? Like, like far out. Like, how do people not see it? It just blows me away. <laughs> and if you notice all Bow. the things too with the gene changes... You know, the breast cancer is obviously, you know, people have been talking about how oh and sorry, and colorectal cancer. People have been saying how much, you know, cancers that, that were in remission or they that, you know, they fought off and had no sign of, you know, prior to all the to the to the scandemic and the vaccines being rolled out all of a sudden have come back with a vengeance. You know, we've heard how many stories have we've heard of that? You know, people with breast cancers and again, probably rectal cancer, you oh. know, colon cancers and stuff. Bang back out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Um, Schizophrenia, depression, and bipolar disorder. Well, those are mental conditions. How are they saying genes are responsible for those mental conditions? Explain that one to me. I don't understand that.
2: (laughs) They don't know themselves, General. They just make it up on the fly, (laughs) I'm sure. I know, right? It's like throwing a dice up and then working out what they're going to throw, what they're going to announce on the tell live vision that night. They don't care. Yeah, it's all just they throw crap into the thing because no one questions it. You know, um, it, it's you know, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. The whole thing is just become an absolute joke. They're not. It's not news at all by any description. it's, oh, it's more theater. It's just entertainment. Yeah, it's just it, it is mindless entertainment. Yeah, and here we get mixed with like marketing. Oh, absolutely, mate. One hundred
1: percent. Um, and the other bit they mentioned too is you know 1.75 million deaths worldwide attributed to weather. Um, does that mean people that have died in floods, people that have died in you know hurricanes or lightning strikes, or that, you know what I mean? Like, where's the definition there? Like, what does that even mean? Or, or is it even is that even made up as they, well? Where does that come from? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, oh,
2: what sounds good? Oh, uh, just put that
1: on there. No uh, one's going to be able to check it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Far out, eh? Oh, uh, does so my close. head in. Does anyway. my head in. And that was on... Um, so, this folks, that case. was over at Mel Dory's, um Substack. She shared that one at uh, informedchoice.substack.com. Um, this is what she writes here. She goes, Apparently, living in a place where the weather fluctuates often... Um, can cause genetic changes that can be linked with an increased risk of cancer, diabetes, and other autoimmune uh, conditions. Whoops, that just slipped out. Other climate change-associated conditions. Who knew? Thank you, mainstream media, for setting us straight on this important scientific issue. And whatever happens, keep repeating after me. It's not the experimental gene editing injection. It's not the experimental gene editing injection. It's not the experimental gene editing injection. <laughs> Glad we got that straight. That's what she says. Oh, Meryl's funny. I love Meryl. <laughs> Again, so true. Ignore the elephant in the room. Focus your uh, attention over there. It's just another, it's another magician's trick, mate. You know, this is this is literally magic stuff that they're they're using against us. You know what I mean? It's a form of... Uh, I guess you could call it black magic or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's the same sort of tricks, mate. It's just tricks, you know, getting your attention. Focus your attention elsewhere so you're not focusing on the actual issue. Uh, and there we go. Another prime example of that. Isn't that crazy, mate? How fallen is that? The weather impacts. Yeah,
2: look. Yeah. I mean, look. The clown world, like, you know, surprises me anymore. But, yeah, it's just <laughs> more reasons to for, for me to have the actual coax cord firmly detached from the wall in my place.
1: Yes, yes. Good work, mate. Good work.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. So crazy. Yeah,
1: moving yeah. on. Moving on. All right. Um, what else have we got here? Uh I'll just quickly checking my head. I, I throw things in my telegram so I can remember to try and bring them up in the in discussions too. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got them all. i was just having a quick scan. Uh, no, it must just be switching gears. Again, talking about weather. Let's head over, folks, to... Oh, good old mate. I've got to bring up something that Ethan's been doing. He's not here in body, of course, as you've noticed, and you've noticed from the uh, the previous show, the first one of the year we did um, on the 9th of uh, January, folks. Uh, Andy and I uh, were taking the reins. Ethan's having a bit of a break uh, from the show for a couple of weeks. He should be, hopefully, be. fingers crossed, he's back on for the next one. So that'll be in another two... We usually obviously do these fortnightly, so he should be back in a fortnight, folks, Um He's just uh, laying low for a little while. Once again, not gonna go into why, but that is what's happening. So, uh, again, if you wanna see what's happening over uh, with Ethan, go over to tottnews.com. Always still pumping out the articles as per usual. Uh, This is the one I I saw the other day that I wanted to bring up because I thought it was uh, quite interesting because it kind of ties into a previous show that we did as well, right? Reading through. Here we go. So head to, again, tottnews.com. Link will be in the show notes for this one, folks. Uh, not aware. Queensland MP comments on current geoengineering programs. I might just quickly switch to screen share for the members. And let me enlarge my font here a little bit for them. Here we go. That's a bit better. Alright, so Megan Scanlon, Minister for the Environment and the Great Barrier Reef, says in a written response that the Queensland government is not aware of any weather manipulation programs occurring beyond 2012. Well, let's dive into this one because, of course, we know the answer to that one. Anyone who pays attention to the show will know, of course. Here we go, response on geoengineering. Geoengineering has been in Queensland for many decades now, as it has for most of Australia. Uh, Ethan writes, he first became aware of activities in Australia in 2010 when the Bly government purchased rain-making technology from the Thai king as a way to help combat the worsening droughts at the time. That's right, we have talked about that before on the show. Link to an article there that he's got. Over the years, uh, and especially since the 2019 bushfires and the 2022 floods, both conveniently occurring at each side of the pandemic madness... Uh, people have become more concerned with these practices. It certainly has uh, entered the zeitgeist, I would say, for sure, Andy. I don't know if you've noticed that as well, but uh, a lot more people are talking about weather modification. Uh, I have noticed a definite trend uh, in that as well. But here we go. Late last year, a petition was started in Uh-oh. Queensland. Uh, you have two? What was that? S- Sorry, Andy.
2: Uh, I said yes. Um, I've noticed a, a lot of conversations around the place too about, yeah, yeah uh, about weather mods and, and people, people seem to be more aware about it nowadays, yeah. yeah cool. Um, yeah, so last year a
1: petition was started in Queensland demanding answers from the government on the issue and seeking clarification on their knowledge of any ongoing experiments. Uh, Evidence of any weather modification activities being conducted in the skies above Queensland by any agency or organisation. It says here, quoted, on 24th of January 2008, the then Minister for Sustainability, Climate Change and Innovation, God, you got a lot of these names, uh, announced that a Queensland cloud setting project had commenced. The then minister declared that this was an innovative scientific project aimed at increasing rainfall throughout southeast Queensland catchments by injecting clouds with rain-making particles... Uh, and said the Queensland government was investing $7.6 million over four years in this cloud seeding research project. The final report on what was curiously renamed the South East Queensland Cloud Seeding Research Program concluded that while seeded clouds tended to rain over a longer time and a larger area than unseeded clouds, further research was necessary. The petition asked three questions posed for representatives of the Queensland government. Your petitioners therefore request the House to direct the Premier and all relevant Ministers to confirm the following for the people of Queensland. One, that the Queensland cloud seeding research project concluded in 2012. Two, advice, uh, advice of any other cloud seeding and or weather manipulation projects research that has been carried out since 2012. That's a big one. We'll come back to that one. There is no current, three, that there is no current cloud seeding or any other weather manipulation activity being conducted by any agency or organization, organization in the skies over Queensland. Also another big one. Megan Scanlon, the Minister for the Environment and the Great Barrier Reef, recently responded to the petition and TOTT News has obtained a copy of that response. The PDF can be downloaded here, so you can't see it for yourself, but he has an image right here. Uh, I won't read through that, but there you go. People can see that response there. We'll skip down to the important part here. letter confirms a number of weather manipulation projects that occurred between 2007 and 2012 as part of feasibility testing to see if the techniques indeed could assist. However, Scanlon states that no, here we go in bold here, that no geoengineering has taken place since this period, to their knowledge. This is only one one of the only times the Queensland Government Department has directly responded to questions about the subject and the response can be immediately seen through. Is Is this simple ignorance or a false public admission court? Let's examine the words of Megan Scanlon below. Before we get into that, allow me to play this. All right uh listeners out there feel free to go back and hear this if you or if you're a new listener uh the season finale season four episode 24 we had uh weather modification uh expert and researcher jim lee call in uh from the united states he's in south carolina it was an awesome uh show uh that was actually one of our best andy it was such a good show as um i often go back and listen to it just because it's fun listening to jim lee he's fucking awesome (laughs) <laughs> very entertaining but extremely knowledgeable oh. he's the fucking man
2: <laughs> yeah. I know he's a great guy
1: alright so I've just going to play this for the listeners so from about 46 minutes in on that show here we go listen to this did mention it towards the end of the show and we sort of talked about it briefly remember we you dropped that we were like oh what's happening here in Australia stuff, and you were like research this for the next show and it was um the cloud brightening over the great barrier reef. Yeah, marine, cl- marine, marine cloud, cloud brightening. brightening all right let's let's go through a little bit about this because i this is in my own state i'm in queensland where the great barrier reef runs along the, the whole side of our state and i had no fucking idea this was going on as well what's what is marine cloud brightening for our
3: listeners so the idea is to spray sea salt into the sky and basically the salt from the ocean water spray whitens the clouds it makes them more reflective so what it is essentially doing is creating a smaller scale version of solar radiation management that is localized to cool over the ocean Um, particularly in your case this is uh about the the great barrier reef and their idea is to um, just generic, yeah, generically. Yeah. There's the, the um, yep. I was, I was about it. I think it was, I think it was called secret. I was getting ready to bring up the links just to remind myself. I'm pretty sure it's called secret. It's like S E A C R E T E. Um, I can't read that. That's right. You have to read that. So, I'm but, just showing it for the viewers. But, their view That's but what... yeah, That so this, this basically, um, the great barrier reef foundation, um, and you know all the groups involved in this um they're they're basically taking water from the ocean they're sucking it into the boat they're vaporizing it and putting sea salt into the sky which is making these white clouds that reflect southern cross university right there Mm -hmm. um is involved in this since the um god they had a a name for it i I did an entire video on this all
1: right, I'll stop it there, but there we go. So just for the listeners there, he just mentioned, of course, Southern Cross University, the Great Barrier Reef Foundation. You know, there's no way that this minister, Megan Scanlon, Minister for the Environment and the Great Barrier Reef, also for Minister for Science and Youth Affairs, knows nothing about this practice that's happening, like it has been happening in 2021. 2022 I think they've even got plans to do even more this year as well in 2023 there are links and people can just simply look up marine cloud brightening uh, in the Great Barrier Reef and uh, they'll find all sorts of links of of it uh, happening right now anyway uh, we'll leave that to you guys to do but moving on here we go so that was at um, again last show of the season with Jim Lee from season four uh, talking about that. So it is happening. We know it's happening. We have the evidence to show it's happening. Uh, it's not even hidden. Um, I didn't know about, it, of course, because but not, it's not like it's you know heavily publicised or it's not like I can see it off the shore. Or, you know when we go to the coast or anything. This is happening a lot further up the coast, probably out of sight of people on the shore. But anyway, here we go. Uh, back to tottnews.com Court lying. The Queensland government states that over the past decade between 2012 and 2022, they themselves have not conducted any research or experiments, nor or are they aware of any organisations that are doing so. Uh, now, who are the two I just mentioned, Andy? The Great Barrier Reef Foundation and um, Southern Cross University, a big university in Queensland. Um, apparently, they've just slipped under the radar, Andy. Andy. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's. I mean, these these people, honestly, they are so useless. They, they the I, I don't think they would. They would be flat out doing ten hours worth of work a week. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I don't they doubt that at all. So actually, out so out of touch with their departments and what's going on. And the bureaucrats within the departments basically have a free reign to do whatever they want. They trot out these ministers. They're so useless, General. I know. And they they shove a paper in for a speech or they'll go to question time or anything like that. I have no respect and no faith or no anything with these people whatsoever to even half do their job. Mm. So, you know, it's just... Yeah, zero faith from Mandy. I mean, if you probably
1: looked uh, up—no, it's it's Miss Miss Megan Scanlon. Uh, Richard, if you looked up what her, um, you know, what her uh, background is for study or anything like that, she she probably has. No, it probably had nothing to do with the environment, science, youth, youth affairs, the environment, any of that. Probably has nothing to do with that. She probably not even trained for any of that stuff. Just like most of the ministers these days, in uh, in the portfolios that they're given, no idea what's going on. They're just there as a figurehead to sign away. Degr-
2: yeah. Degr-
1: that's that's the way they do it, though, isn't it? Because they don't actually want people who know things in charge of those departments. That's just how it works because um, otherwise that makes you be looking into it and asking too many questions. They can't have that now, can they? You're right, just let, just let the um, entrenched bureaucrats run the shit. Uh, here we go. So, Megan Scanlon, she's the minister we just mentioned. Uh, the great irony here is the fact that there is a weather manipulation experiment happening right now at the Great Barrier Reef itself, the exact location she is tasked with overseeing. Um, geoengineering experiment to save the Great Barrier Reef uh, so that's basically what we were talking about there and uh, Ethan has a link to it as well uh, another article on his site there so please go and check out that one uh, known as cloud brightening this is what we talked about before this technique enhances the clouds helping them to reflect solar energy away from the reef in an attempt to protect corals from bleaching to do so blah, blah, blah he talks about what happens uh, news article heading here can artificially altered clouds save the Great Barrier Reef? Australian scientists are rushing to develop new technologies such as ways to block sunlight to help preserve corals in the face of climate change oh dear as we can see this is well beyond 2012 point of inquiry and initially raised in the petition how could she not be aware of this program taking place it seems Scanlon may have just shot herself in the foot there although she attempts to save face at the end of her comments with and I quote: This should be confirmed with the Commonwealth authorities. So she's basically palming it up the um, up the uh, ladder, the ladder of command, or whatever you want to call it. There, um, aren't you in charge of the Great Barrier Reef? This is a program that is being largely overlooked by the public due to the soft-natured wording of cloud brightening. But make no mistake, this is solar geoengineering, a program that is drawing criticisms. An excerpt here that says by rebranding a solar geoengineering experiment that could have regional impacts as a local adaptation project. So they're downplaying the wording of it there. Um, came out. Uh, so I'll just read the rest of it here. It says, One could say that there should be, uh, should have been some level of consultation with the outside world, says uh, Janos Pastor, who heads the Carnegie Climate Governance Initiative and advocacy Group in New York City that has been pushing for a global debate over the geoengineering governance in the United Nations. Daniel Harrison, an oceanographer and engineer from Southern Cross University in Coffs Harbour, is heading up the research. He had this to say in the Nature article in response to these criticisms. Harrison says, scientists in the program have consulted with regulatory authorities as well as the general public and indigenous groups, blah blah blah. So he says here they have consulted with regulatory authorities. This seems to be again an in a indirect contrast to Scanlon's claims. Outside of her own ignorance of the Great Barrier Reef area, her department would be fully aware of these proceedings in this if this is the case. Furthermore, an archived page on the Queensland government environment and science. Shows they were indeed researching this type of technology during the first phases of trials in 2019. Regional marine cloud brightening for coral bleaching mitigation: proof of concept. Project ended. It's got start date 29 April 2019, ended 30th of June 2020. Although the public may be fooled by this blanket response, we know the truth. The Queensland government has already lied. Sorry, has always lied about their knowledge of weather manipulation programs and their business dealings in the practice. And now we have a documented response to run with. A response filled with blatant lies, or sheer ignorance of an immeasurable scale. You be the judge on that, but I, for one, uh, smell something fishy. One thing I will leave you with is this. Not too long after this phase of the cloud brightening, experiment occurred off the Great Barrier Reef UNESCO have launched a second call for the region to be placed on the environment danger list there's a little heading there, Great Barrier Reef from UNESCO there, calls for endanger in- in listing this is despite being at its best condition in years prior to the recent sprayings of course, that's just probably a coincidence, and I'm sure Scanlan is not aware of any correlations, move along folks nothing to see here Good article, Ethan too. I really like that one, mate. Well done on that one. He will listen to the playback on this, but yeah, great article there. And it ties into everything, of course, we've been talking about, and right into our previous episode with uh, Jim Lee as well. But there you go, mate. Andy, um, they're not aware.
2: They've got no idea what's going read. on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and even I mean, though have not have no, you no, go sorry. Just, haven't governments haven't governments just become you know, more and more useless over the last few decades. You know, oh mate, just the quality of people you see in there too, yeah, like right from the top down, like like pallet jack yeah. all the way down. It's just a, the quality of them. A dead set joke. It's just unbelievable. You mm. know, um, you wouldn't wouldn't trust any of them to run like a McDonald's franchise or anything like that let alone run the whole state of Queensland
1: oh absolutely I mean there's, <coughs> a, there's a few that we know of that are seem to be doing okay work and asking tough questions and you know like Senator Rennick and, um, um, and uh, Antich as well you know there's a couple of them Malcolm Roberts you know they, these guys they, they are asking questions and trying to get answers and you know they, they do have a lot of good influence on social media with regards to you know the topics that we're interested in and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, we I, I have shared things that some of these ministers have actually put up before, the ones that are speaking out against things and uh, trying to tell it like it is and stuff. But um, mate, they're very, very few and far between. You're absolutely right. Um, there's there's fucking no
2: oh, one. I'm, I was more referring to in our state governments, you know, how utterly useless they are. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, there is some great senators and there is is even some really, really good um, members of the lower house, like Mm. federally as well. Um, You you know, intelligent people like, you know, like former business people um, as well. But the state parliament, I mean, in our home state of Queensland is absolutely putrid. Like, and with with no upper house, no senate to actually, um, you know, control decision making and legislation, it's it's like it's terrible. It really is. It's mm. a sad state of affairs.
1: Yeah, and we're like yeah. the only state that has that too, isn't it, or, or am I wrong? I can't remember. I know we don't have that that upper house and stuff to help oversee these sort of things, but uh, I don't I don't know of any other states that are, have the same situation as us. I, I could be wrong. People, feel free to email me or comment on the video on the on this episode if I am wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can rec- recall. We would need to check. Yeah, we'd need yeah. to check, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right. So, it kind of gives them uh, almost carte blanche to be able to get away with this sort of shit too, you know. So, um, without that kind of oversight. But there you go, folks. Yeah, um, yeah the government has no idea, uh, apparently. And uh, the minister looking after this, uh, no idea that there's anything happening Even though we've um, exposed it as well, of course, on this podcast, and we—sorry, exposed it—but we've talked about it on the show uh, in in months prior. um, Yeah, with with, uh, an expert from the United States who knows that it's happening here. You know, like, (laughs) and our our own minister has no fucking clue. Um, You know, actually, I mean, he kind of says that—is she lying, or have they been caught lying? Well, in a sense, probably, yes, they have been caught lying, but I actually think she's completely fucking ignorant. Uh, Ethan, uh, if you're listening to this, um, I think she just has no fucking idea. She's she's there to sign checks and sign documents, and that's about it, mate. She's just a fucking pencil pusher. She's got no idea what's going on. Like Andy and I said before, it's it's the insurance bureaucrats in these areas that are actually running the fucking show. Yeah, 100%, General.
2: Yeah, yeah 100%.
1: The, the, people like this Scanlan will come and go, you know what I mean? Like, she'll do this, she'll probably make a mockery of it or do nothing to actually help anything, you know, go to a few meetings, make herself look well-known, and then when the next government comes in, she'll be out, or if the you know if it changes over, she'll probably get be given a different portfolio. Who knows, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the way it freaking works. It's They're not really there to look after it because they know anything about it. People kind of got to forget... You know, forget that that's how. I mean, people forget that that's how it actually works. Yeah, you know these these idiots that are running the show for us in government, they don't know anything about the portfolios they've been given. Very little, you know what I mean. They're put there because they have, they might know people in the area or like, oh yeah, I'm mates with them or I went to school with that person. uh, Yeah, they'll give me a portfolio and bang, I'm earning X amount of dollars a year. And all you got to do is go to a few meetings and sign off on a few things, you know, and earn, you know. A whole shit ton of fucking money, taxpayer money, doing it. You know that's 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 basically how it fucking works. You know, in a nutshell. (laughs) Am I am I wrong, Andy? Jobs for the jobs for boys and girls. Wrong.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't want people who are going to make waves or change the narrative or 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 do anything like that.
1: Or or competent. They
2: just want to (laughs) dumb down who can start. Who can continue the whole climate scam, change narrative, yep. and just just basically like you said, sign checks and, and keep it out. Keep out of uh, the real business of it mm. all.
1: They don't want people who know anything about yeah. these portfolios in charge of these portfolios. You know what I mean? That's it's not how it works. Otherwise, they would appoint professionals. You, you know, um, who, who have studied this, or you know, or something like that. It would be, it would be, it would work differently. It's not. That's just not how it works. But uh, Anyway, we we're not here to change that. We're just here to obviously to bitch about it. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, we've got a little bit of time. We might as well touch on it now. Ando, um, New Zealand. New Zealand has a. Speaking of government, bitching about bureaucrats, we might as well mention it now. New Zealand horseface, old horseface has, um, you know, he's uh, he's decided to uh, to to resign. She's not. I say he, she, whatever it is that just, just, just splinter, just splinter Ardern, whatever you want to call it, um, the transgender prime minister of New Zealand. I think. I mean, there's plenty of footage of her with something going on between the legs there. Um, you know, that's um, you've seen that you've seen that video, haven't you, Andy? <laughs> she's walking down the hallway with it fucking swinging left and right. <laughs> oh god, she's she's packing something, mate. I don't yeah. think it was a pistol. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so she's decided to pull the plug. She's not gonna, um, not gonna run uh, to try and be, stay prime minister again or uh, uh, of New Zealand again. Um, she's done about like five years or something, and she's she's stepping down. She's she was put in to do the dirty work. She is a hardcore socialist, probably communist in her ideals as well, which is why they put these people in. It's part of the agenda. Um, And she wasn't, you know, she she never hid that fact, too. I think you can actually look up where she openly kind of talks about this sort of socialist. um, You can probably type that in YouTube now. Jacinda Ardern uh, is a socialist or something. and You'll come up with a video. Um, Do you want to actually do that while we're just talking here? I bet you she fucking is. There's one of her saying it, too. But anyway, so she's not um, not continuing on, Andy. She's uh, decided she's not worth it. Uh, she's um, probably given a nice cushy job somewhere maybe for the WEF or uh, who knows like she's she's put him she was put there to do something and she did it fuck up New Zealand is what she did
2: (laughs) and like a change like a baton change like a running relay race with the the other selected bloke that's taken over from her like you know it's just it's also predictable Mm. really it's a bit Um, silly
1: oh yeah yeah big time um you know there's so many every video you can find on youtube with about her is is like a negative video like there's nothing really on there good about anything she's done um you know smiling socialist just cinder is trying to shut down free speech Uh, Next one, no surprise, Jacinda Ardern is cozying up to China given her socialist background. There you go, second video in talking about her socialist background. That was only from a year ago from Sky News Australia as well. Um, Jacinda Ardern's cringeworthy 60-minute interview. (laughs) Uh, I don't don't actually remember seeing that, but yeah, it is pretty cringeworthy. Um, Jacinda Ardern's COVID response created two classes of people. There we go, like it's... This woman was an absolute travesty for this nation. Probably worse than all. Um, what was the last one? Helen. Um, what was the old the old girl that was running that joint for a long time? And she was she was pretty. I mean, she was a man as well, I think, or she was at least a lesbian anyway. But not have anything against lesbians, but um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's like that. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. But the old girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, she it was literally, they put her in, she has socialist, communistic uh, ideals in the background, perfect for what they wanted to do uh, in terms of basically running New Zealand into the ground to, and, and they, they wanted someone, she was like the Dan Andrews, if, it would be like if Dan Andrews was the Prime Minister of Australia, you know what I mean, that would have been the, the comparison, I would say, you know, he, he, was, he ran that, that state like a socialist, communist haven and and was like a dictator. Dictator Dan, of course. She was basically the dictator of New Zealand. The shit that she was doing to those poor folks down there, and we love our Kiwi brothers and sisters. Um, my goodness. My goodness. I feel sorry for them. I mean, there's a wonderful podcaster down there who's been doing a lot of work for a long time, Vinnie Eastwood, you know what I mean? Even uh, even he's getting a bit worried about... Was going to be worried about her and what was happening and the, the shit that they have been putting in. And, you know, he was... Uh, I don't know if they shut him up anyway, but, um, yeah, good idea with Vinnie Eastwood, if you ever listen to this. We should get him on the show one day too, Andy. Might be a good guest to have on actually talking That'd about be awesome. Yeah.
2: That I really down. like him. He's funny I, I too. Fuck, cracks me up. So yeah, and I think last year, the COVID, like everything, I think it's really taken out of him too. He's had a bad trop for the last, like, you know, 18 months. Yeah, big time. Uh, big he's time. helped. Uh, relationships of sort of the client he's he's had a bad run mm-hmm. that, that bloke and uh if he's just one of those champions of the country that that has really really worked hard for very little reward and, yeah and um yeah it was it was just, like the, i wish him
1: the, the only podcaster down there that was doing the same shit that sort of we're doing you know what i mean but he was next level you know what i mean he's he was and he's been doing it for a long time you know, I remember he, listening to him have. You know, he was on Alex Jones. And he's had t- spoken to you know some big people around the place before we even got going. You know, like uh, he was—he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's all over it too. I, I, ho- I urge anyone out there to even just go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of Good Old Benny stuff. Yeah, funny bastard too. But yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, he—he he was one of the only ones down there speaking out about it. Uh, New Zealand and all the shit that's been going down for years now. So and then the COVID stuff happened and far out. Uh, yeah, he was he was heavily targeted as well and censored and all that sort of shit too. So that was all thanks to just Splinter right. Ardern. Um, yeah, full on. So that's what's happening down there in New Zealand. Of course, the new guy, that's what I wanted to talk about too. The new guy that's yeah. sort of taking her place, I think, before, um, well, she's going to step down, I think, by the end of the month, I think, um, or in February sometime, she's out of there and this guy's going to come in and he'll be the new Prime Minister... Uh, until I guess the um, you know the election takes place. Uh, let me just see if I can find the video so we know what kind of person we're dealing with here. Well, so the New Zealanders know what kind of person they're dealing with. Uh, I've got it here ready to go. He looks like an absolute freaking dweeb as well. Here he is. Listen to what he says here. This was sort of. Uh, I think he was previously in charge of. Um, like the Minister for the Police or whatever that is. I don't know. Anyway, here we go. This is the shit he was saying during the COVID stuff. I think Early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on so uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year Uh, but of course you know and and I want every New Zealander to come forward but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go
0: out and look for uh, and and some of that may spill into next year but our commitment is everyone
1: will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year Uh, everyone will uh, but I I can't say that you know that we're not going to have some hesitant people. Or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. <laughs> Gotta go and find those anti vaxxers, Andy. That's that's, a... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who their next prime minister up. is. <laughs> oh
2: gosh. Wow. <sighs> yeah, we really I mean the, they really might have like jumped from the you know, from the frying pan straight into the fire with this bloke. Yeah. Yeah
1: and like I said uh, in the pre-show chat like it, it, you know I know like Jacinda was terrible for the nation but this you know is this perhaps, perhaps a case of better the de- better the devil you know you know what I mean like they know Jacinda they know what kind of shit she's in and how bad she is now we've got this guy coming in who's got this kind of mindset but people probably know really nothing about him and stuff but look it's not going to take long I'm sure we'll see it soon enough. The things will start popping up. Who he's been dealing with. Is he a WEF, uh, young global leader? And which I'm, I'm, I'm betting he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Jacinda was. So surely he is, too. Um, yeah, so it, it'll come out. The, the dirt will come out on him soon enough and the kind of shit that he's into and whatever else and who he's aligned with. It's only a matter of time, but. Um, Mate, that that's pretty much going to wrap it up for for today's show, unless you've got anything else you wanted to add for the listeners at all.
2: Oh, no, I think you pretty much covered it all. But like you know, like just when it comes to politicians and things, like like you know, we they they don't run our lives, and they're all the same, and it's all part of the same program. We really have to find uh, our our lives and our livelihoods outside of these people and the system, especially as we move forward. Um, we can't give it too much focus because once we understand that they are just puppets on a string and really there is masters well above them, well above their pay grade, we understand that that like putting our energy and our focus in these low-level puppets is really probably not a good use of, of our time. And moving forward, if this continues down the same path, then we really will have to form our own community and our own way of making a living, making a living and supporting ourselves with our own health care and our own financial systems eventually as well. So, you know, that's my, that's my take on that,
1: General. Yeah, big time. Well said, mate. Well said. Um, well, we might just um, yeah, wrap it up for this uh, show, season five, episode five, 23rd of the first 23. Uh, General Maddox here and Andy Soames for the General Knowledge Podcast. Folks, if you uh, want to support what we do and you, you like what we do and you want to help out, um, you're not going to get something for, you're not going to give us some you know some support uh, and not get anything in return. There is also uh, the patreon.com forward slash real news australia you can go and join up for i think it's about seven bucks a month there as the minimum tier and you get access to the video versions of this podcast as well as special bonus podcasts that i do as well on that one we've done about I think i've think i done up to 40 bonus content shows as well as uh original podcasts i did from way back in the day um there's a lot of content on there as well from from the few years we've been doing that now um don't want to support Patreon, that's fine. Head over to buymeacoffee.com dot com forward slash General Maddox. I'm putting uh, slowly getting around to it. I've got to do a few more before I log off tonight. I'll upload a couple more. Uh, yeah, head over to there and you can support um, a different way of getting the funds to us. And again, you're not you're not just giving money for nothing. We do I do give you something in return. Like I said, same. Video versions of the show, um, depending on the tier, if you, if you want to pay a little bit more, you, I'll send you some stubby coolers as well and all that sort of stuff. It's, you know, I'm not going to make sure you, you get nothing out of it. I'll make sure you at least get for something out of it, folks. Uh, don't care if you do it for one month and piss off. It's up to you. If you want to do it for a whole year, you will get a discount on that as well. Uh, but I'll leave it with you there, folks. Uh, that's the way you can contribute as well. You don't have to do it to just me. Feel free to just go and do it with uh, Ethan. Head over to Ethan. Oh, shit, should, I shouldn't say that. I'm not sure if he's actually opened up his memberships again. <laughs> he actually, he closed them off, Andy, um, for the reasons that you and I know about, um, with the reason why he's not here. Yeah. Um, yeah, he closed off his memberships, and I was, like, telling people to go and join up, and people were emailing me going, what's wrong with this website? I can't get on. Like, he's not letting members on there. I'm like, fuck, i just told everyone to go and join up there. <laughs> <laughs> felt like such a goose. <laughs> but anyway, um, maybe I should check it before I get off. Here we go. Let me just quickly check now. Uh, sorry, guys. Quickly, quickly. Stay connected. No, uh, I'll balls it up. Anyway, it's going to take me to look for it. Sorry, Ethan. Um, Yeah, I'm sure by the time he gets on next for the show, maybe he'll have it opened up by then, but we'll see how we go. Anyway, thanks again, everyone, for listening and for joining in. Any comments or whatever else, uh, please feel free to comment on the show or send me an email. Editor at realnewsaustralia.com Alrighty, see you, Andy. Thanks again for coming on for a chinwag, brother. Appreciate it.
2: Pleasure, champ. Love you, where.
0: Seems most of the people never had their eye upon the ball. Did not seem to notice brick by brick. They've been building us a prison wall. Tender firing squad, some psychopath design. Just take your bullet full of poison, wait here 15 minutes, trust us, you'll be fine. Scoffing at the warnings, you no know, never thinking twice, or oh, offering their children up as human sacrifice. Giving up their powers They'll be swept away like fallen flowers Trusted with your life Until you saw through their disguise Hungry wolves circle the flock They've got evil in their eyes Yeah, they're making wicked plans To rule the world While they got us hypnotized More I've gathered, the power of prayer is multiplied Yeah And when it comes down to a show